We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank, your partner in Possible. Who you do business with is more important than where they're located. Bank from the comfort of your own home with M-Prize Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of the KC Laboratory Podcast with Ken Swanson, Craig Stout, and Matt Lane. Coming to you on the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City. You can find all of our channels covering all the local teams wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. Just search KCSN. And now, the latest episode of the KC Laboratory. It's a live KC Laboratory presented by Emprise Bank member FDIC. Matthew Lane, how much fun were you having watching all those Chiefs in the Pro Bowl today? Buddy, I had a blast. As much Pro Bowl as I watched, let me tell you, I saw every second of that game that a Chief player was in there. Um, I'm just excited you guys invited me on here for this draft show during this off week. I'm repping my Cincinnati Bearcat shirt for our guy Travis Kelsey, Brian Cook, our new best friend Leonard Taylor. Like, I couldn't be happier that we're here to do this draft show right now. Uh, Maddie, my friend, um, I hate to yeah. break this to What's you. Um, we, we're going to be covering the Super Bowl what? That your favorite no. football team is in right now. Maddie is just noped out of the podcast <laughs> for the second time in a week. Look at this, man. Oh, what's going on, guys? Oh, he's back. Okay. Oh my oh, God. <laughs> what's up? You guys ready to rock? Yeah. Uh, let's not talking this, the buddy. draft. Let's talk Super Bowl, baby. Let's go. <laughs> if you're watching this, or if you're not watching this, Maddie switched shirts. That was a wardrobe change. No such thing. <laughs> That was that was magic. That was like magic. I was like blown away. That was kind of impressive. Thanks everybody watching. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Just a little bit of update on what the plan is for the KC Laboratory this week. We decided to do an extra show uh, because it's the Super Bowl week. This week is literally our Super Bowl too. Like we're all in. We're paying attention. You know all that good stuff. We're gonna add extra shows. We're gonna you know we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more this week. So um, today we're gonna do prop bets which is something we've done in the past where we just kind of go through some of the prop bets of the game. We don't have the fun ones, you know, some of the like crazy, like national anthem ones, you know, like the, the novelty ones quite, but we do have, a lot, they're all football related. Um, so we're going to do that today. Monday, we will be previewing the defense, the chiefs defense versus the offense. So live lab previewing defense versus offense tomorrow, Thursday. And, then, and I are noping out for the rest of the week. <laughs> we're just uh, not showing up. 
on Thursday, I will be monologuing for 35 minutes. It's probably just going to be me saying Patrick LeVon Mahomes' name over and over again, which if you listen to 21 questions would actually hit the over on that. Uh, that prop bet that has been established at 100 point, uh, 100 and a half uh, times I mentioned best player in the world or Patrick LeVon Mahomes. Most downloads ever. Right there. Whether we're oh, here or not, that's happening. So. I might just like say it in like different voices uh, as well. Like we'll we'll see. But uh, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button if you're watching. Prop bets are today. We'll be previewing the game the next two episodes during the week, and make sure you you, you want to be subscribed now more than ever because we've got so much Super Bowl content coming your way. It's ridiculous. So. Um, the last couple of years we've done, you know, some look at looks at some, you know, prop bets um for the Super Bowl when the Chiefs have been in the Super Bowl. So we're doing that today. Um, we got all of these from DraftKings. Wonder why. Um we need someone to track so- these to tell, you know, like so that way we would know if you know we're helping the people out or if they should fade us. Like, you know, we need we need somebody to get on that. I think it's a great idea. You know what the, you know what that sounds like a, a good idea for? You you can't like you know better to even suggest that you know the likelihood of this happening is so far in the negative right now it i just you know i i feel like you know you've learned a little bit about using a google sheet <laughs> small amount yeah, can, you, very, can, very small you want to talk about. about my betting history my exactly one bet that completely fell flat the first time ever i i yeah we don't need to go there no, we, we can skip that we definitely need to skip that, uh, but we don't need to skip these prop bets. And we're going to start with an easy one. I want to I want to hear from y'all. Uh, I think I've got 10 to 15 of them here. Um, we're going to start with an easy one. Over under is 50 and a half points. Matthew, Ooh. are you taking over or under 50 and a half for this game? 50 and a half. Five zero and a half. Five zero and a half. Over. Give me the over. Um... I, it's a little tough when you get into the Super Bowl. You know, I think defense matters a little bit more as you go down the stretch. Offense obviously gets you there. I think defense in situations matters. The thing that I keep coming back to, though, is both of these coaching staffs get two weeks to prepare for this game. You get to be a little bit healthier, presumably, than you were last week, as long as nobody suffered a, you know, a long-term injury. And then you get two weeks, and you have some good offensive minds in here. I think I'm going to go ahead and lean towards the over. You don't have the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick playing in the Super Bowl. So, like, I think that helps your odds a lot to not have an offense come out and lay a stinker. Uh, So, yeah, give me the over. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go with the over as well. But looking back here, recent history, last year's Super Bowl, 43. The year before, 40. The year before that, 51. That was the Chiefs beating the San Francisco 49ers, and we remember that that score happened very late in the game to get it over that. 13-3 to the year before that, and then a very clear big over in that Eagles-New England game. So the last two Super Bowls that the Eagles and Chiefs have participated in that they won, hit the over. So that's my logic. Ironclad. Ironclad. Give me the over, too. I think you're going to see a lot of points. Um, you you saw Brandon Ayuk making some comments that they they had some Future things. Chief, they were, fingers crossed. They, they were Let's cooking. Talk about that. They Real were, quick. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk makes the comment that uh, <laughs> that the 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 San Francisco 49ers uh, had some stuff cooking where they thought they were going to do uh, a number on the on the Eagles secondary. They thought they had some ways that they were going to be able to exploit them, and then uh, both of their quarterbacks got hurt. Uh, and they kind of, I don't think Christian McCaffrey was dicing up 
the secondary. Um, he seems to think the Chiefs are about to 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 lay lay the wood on that team. So um I I don't think I disagree, not to look too far ahead to the offensive preview, but I think I think the best quarterback that the Eagles have played has been Dak Prescott. They haven't seen an offense like this. They haven't seen a quarterback like this yet. Uh, if we're chiming in on this, like, yeah, I, I, I would agree. I don't think that Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid necessarily run super similar offenses, right? I don't think that their offensive structures look the same, but what they do to a defense is very similar. How they try to attack a defense in terms of what they're stressing, the players and the areas of the field they stress are very similar. Like everyone knows the the memes of Kyle Shanahan locating one player on the opposing side and attacking him relentlessly, usually a linebacker. Guess who does the kind of the same exact thing? He just doesn't do it from outside zone and play action. Andy Reid. So I do think if there if this is true, if you know Brandon Ayuk sees this on film, Andy Reid's clearly going to have someone tell him that he's going to pick up on it, and they will de- they will devise up some kind of game plan to take advantage of an Eagles. Uh, coverage unit that's not the strongest up the middle. The middle of the field is where they are the weakest. I mean, it's funny that Ayuk specifically mentioned uh, Bradbury as a guy they beat because that's, I think, one of their stronger spots is their outside corner spots. But just I can see a path that this could still have some overlap between these two teams, even though the offenses look entirely different. And yeah, it's the middle of the field stuff that Maddie's talking about there that, man, there's a couple of really good players for the Chiefs that like to live in the middle of the field there. Another Travis Kelsey game would be very dangerous there. I, It's the over. You hammer the over on this. So yeah, I coming out and saying basically, it's like, man, we were unlucky that we lost both of our starting quarterbacks. We essentially could not throw the ball, period. And our coach decided that he was going to block you know, the best pass rusher in the league this year with a, a pulling tight end. It, it wasn't a good Forget game it. plan. It didn't work <laughs> out. So, I mean, it just, yeah, it, it it went the wrong way for them to try and exploit stuff. I have a feeling that Andy Reid's going to put points on the board. I think the Eagles are a good unit. They'll put points on the board. So the over feels pretty safe to me in this bet. Some interesting, uh, some interesting conversation will ensue about Hassan Riddick later today. Just so you know, jersey number of the first touchdown score. The over under is set at 11 and a half. So that means the under would be. Matt makes us do math during training camp. It's the worst thing ever. (laughs) But here comes Kent for the Super Bowl talking about over unders for jersey numbers on two different teams. Unbelievable. 11 and a half. That means you're getting AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts uh, from Devontae Devontae Smith Smith from the Eagles. And you're getting Isaiah Pacheco, Juju, uh, Jarek McKinnon for the Chiefs. what say you, Matthew? And Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Oh, yeah. yeah. And MBS. And yeah, this, there's obviously other guys in here, right? But it seems like it's kind of, is it going to be Travis Kelsey? Or is it going to be like anybody else that you would anticipate <laughs> scoring the first touchdown? That's what it seems like. Now, yeah. I think what goes to the Travis Kelsey side is any player that I think you would peg as a sneaky first touchdown, whether it's a trick play or Sanders. the guy that a team schemes to get free, it seems well. like it's leaning that over, but it's just, it's just funny how it breaks down. Um, Jody Fortson. Give me Travis Kelsey as the first <laughs> touchdown score. I'm taking the over. Let's see. Da- Dallas Goddard is in there as well. I nope, mean, I don't, when, it's Travis Kelsey. When you start breaking it down, like there's, it, it doesn't seem as lopsided as, as you would think in that scenario, especially since a Mahomes rushing touchdown, which, you know, 
we know how he goes in the playoffs, so that would actually count for the over as well. So, like, everything to me is kind of pointing more towards the over, so I'm taking the under on that one. I think it's going to be one of the Chiefs running backs or one of the Eagles wide receivers. I think it's fairly safely one of those two for the first touchdown score because it's going to be the Hurts. Or yeah. Change Hurt. your mind that Boston Scott is the kick returner number 35 for the Eagles, but Isaiah Pacheco maybe is the kick returner for the Chiefs. I mean, yeah, yeah it, I like Devin Albertson in the chat here. Colin Saunders, number 99. Buddy, if they've got a Colin Saunders design touch in the first 15 for the Chiefs, I am all about it. Let's go. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you're watching. All right. Uh, I'm going to just ask this question because this isn't really an over-under. This is just an interesting prop. Would you rather take the quarterback to win the MVP, quarterback position to win the MVP at minus 650, or would you rather take the defensive line at plus 2,500 to win the MVP? What you got, Maddie? Okay, you're going to go with me first on all these. I'm catching on now. Um, So... Okay, the, the smarter bet, I think, is the defensive line because the value is just so much better. And if you see the way that Hassan Reddick played last week versus the 49ers or how Chris Jones played against the Cincinnati Bengals, you very clearly have your avenue to a defensive lineman winning this award. The problem is the Chiefs are going to win. And therefore, if the Chiefs are going to win, you know, it's kind of hard not to give it to Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey. I just, I have a hard time believing that anybody's going to jump one of those two guys. Chris Jones could come out there and play as good as he did against Cincinnati, and he might have been the best player on the field. Nobody would come close to giving him the MVP over Mahomes in that game, or arguably over Kelsey, who had a pretty solid game as well. So it's just, I think it's going to be too hard to beat those two guys out and win the Chiefs win. So give me the quarterback just to be safe. I, and I hate that that's the case. I hate that you're right about that because, yeah, Chris Jones was the most important part of that game. He was the MVP of that AFC championship game. And nope, nope, definitely wouldn't have given it to him. Nobody would have. And that sucks yep. because defensive players can ball out. And unless it is a game that is just a complete war of attrition on offense where there's not very many points scored and you've got a defensive player that's just impacting the game as much as a guy like Von Miller did several years ago, you're just not having a defensive player win MVP. I do not expect that either of these offenses are going to be so stagnant that a defensive player is going to win MVP. So the smart money is still on quarterback, even though I would absolutely love it if Chris Jones played well enough. It, if the Chiefs hit the over and Chris Jones wins the MVP, things went very well for the Chiefs in that game. Uh, I still I, – I like that defensive line. I think there's a couple game wreckers that have got enough love here recently that, hey, shout out listening in Morocco. Go Chiefs. Let's go. Um I, I don't know. The d- defensive line was interesting to me. It's real tempting to me uh, just because I think there are two verified bona fide game records. I think the I don't I don't know how I I'm I don't know. I'm not a Jalen Hurts hater by any stretch of the word. Hmm. I don't I'm not I'm not blown away by him, though. So I think it's one quarterback. If you ask me. You're listening to the fastest-growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Speaking of those quarterbacks, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, over under 288 and a half passing yards on the game. Go to Craig. Make him answer. Craig, fine. Go for it. That's a really tough one because everything's going to get a little tighter. Um, I it's going to be very hard even with the Eagles secondary not being the best secondary that they faced. I can certainly see a script where Patrick Mahomes has to air the ball out more, get the ball to Kelsey a lot in the middle of the field. They can rack up those numbers pretty quickly, but it's a Super Bowl. There's going to be some tightness there just in general. It's not necessarily going to come from Mahomes, but there's a lot of guys that are playing their very first Super Bowl. In, their, in those weapons there. So that's tough. You're going to have some nerves. You're going to have some guys that maybe aren't quite in the right spot all the time. So I can see a little bit of a disconnect early. I'm going to go under on this, but I think it's going to be just barely under on that. And so I, I and I'm going to attribute it fully to nerves and tightness in the opening quarter or two. I don't think I can pick the over. And then pick the under for this number. I don't think those two and things coincide. So I can't say the Chiefs are going to win. It's going to go over 50 and a half points or whatever it is. And that the Patrick Mahomes will have under 280 whatever passing yards. Um, so I'm going to take the over. I think a big thing for me is we just saw the Cincinnati Bengals who have a lot of familiarity with the Chiefs offense, know how to play them very well. And Patrick Mahomes was on like one and a half ankles for half the game and then on one ankle for the back half of the game. And he still went over 300 yards. He went 326 passing yards in that game and a worse spot against what should be a little bit harder of a matchup, just given the familiarity and then going through all those injuries. The Chiefs were throwing to Marcus Kemp off of one ankle and he went over 300 yards. I have a hard time believing that we can't replicate close to that same level of production versus a defense that hasn't seen this offense and against an offense that should be healthier, Mahomes included, and the receiving weapon. So give me the over. Do you know how many times Patrick Mahomes has gone over 288 and a half passing yards in the Super Bowl? Zero. Mm -hmm. He went 286 
270. Um, that being said, I stand with Brandon Nayuk. Give me the over. Those, those defenses, the Bucks and and the 49ers, a little better defenses. And there was a whole lot of drops in that Bucks game. I mean, the Chiefs are getting blown out, there but there was a lot of yardage left yeah. on there and some drops. What did uh and then I what did uh Patrick Mahomes do to that Niners defense this earlier this year too, by the way? Well, um anyways, moving forward, Jalen Hurts over under 245 and a half passing yards. Maddie, can we go to you? Is, is that all right? Is it in your contract? Yeah, that's okay. cool. You never answer first. That's fine. Um, I, I'll answer I'm going to go with the under because I don't think that the Eagles' plan of attack is going to be letting Jalen Hurts air the ball out. If if they are getting back to where it's second and third and long frequently and Jalen Hurts is having to push for that number, I think they are in a tough spot trying to play catch up. If they're trying to play catch up, that means Steve Spagnuolo and the Chiefs defense are right where they want to be. I'll take the under. This isn't to say, I don't want to say the Eagles can't win. I just don't think that's their path to winning. I think it would much rather be a rushing yard, a rushing game for them. So yeah, I, I'll take the under for Jalen Hurts passing yards. I I think it's the under as well. He's only done that five times uh, this season. And all of those were early in the season. Like the, that was before he got injured, before we saw him kind of have to pull back on the reins a little bit there at the end of the year. And I honestly don't think that that's the way that you want to attack the Chiefs defense. I think that there is a better path for that offense to take control of the game, to maximize what they're going to get. They're still going to throw the ball around the yard. Like, I think he clears 200, but I don't think that that is the way that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to come out and say, hey, we're going to go after the Chiefs this way. I think using the legs of Jalen Hurts, using that diverse run game, really stretching those linebackers a little spoiler for tomorrow there but you know i i think that that's the way that they need to be hammering it how many times has he been trailing this year give me the over patrick mahomes over under rushing yards set at 20 and a half i love this one i am fascinated by this one because Oof. we will be three weeks removed from a high ankle sprain Obviously, I, I rewatched the game a couple times this week. It's remarkable how good Mahomes looked for stretches of that football game despite the ankle injury, despite coming off that ankle injury. We saw him get that rush late in the game. 20 and a half is a big number on, on you know, three weeks removed, I think, personally. Three weeks removed from a high ankle sprain. I think that's a real big number. And, Maddie, you know what? I'll go first here. I'm going to take the under. Uh, oh, not that I don't one. think... I don't think that Mahomes is going to be um, at very limited. I just don't know if we're going to see him just open it up and take off too many times either, though. This is tricky to me. Um, I, I, I hear what you're there. saying. I hear what you're saying. It's not the number. The number doesn't matter to me. It's just all about where's Mahomes going to be. Because I go back and watch that Bengals game, and there was multiple times where he was sacked for one yard or like one or two yards where he was clearly not tucking the ball to run when I think he normally would have. And even if he's not healthy, but feeling better, if he feels like he can take a hit to the back of the leg while running this game, that negative two yards might become five yards. It might become seven yards. And all of a sudden you turn two of those into that. And then plus his normal amounts of scrambles, like we're now flirting with what it's going to be. Or on top of that, I think the Eagles are going to have trouble covering the middle of the field. They might have trouble in coverage. Guess what happens when you have a pass rush that really likes to pin their ears back and get after the quarterback and they have to put a lot of buddies in coverage? Whole lot of open space. 
So it just takes Mahomes one wide open game, you know, a little gallop and he picks up 10, 15 yards, even if hobbled a little bit. Like I, I can see the path even while injured, how he gets there. I'm going to take the under because I think the game plan is going to be designed or based around not having him do that. But boy, if that game's close down the stretch, like it, like I said, it takes one or two runs. And I think he's going to have some good looks against this Eagle, this type of Eagles defense. And if you told me that it was going to be him matched up against TJ Edwards, most of the game, like I'm going to feel pretty good. You know, like if they're spying him with TJ Edwards, I'm going to feel pretty good about him escaping the pocket. Hassan Reddick is going to get his, like he is, there's going to be pressures in that he's going to have to move away from that often. And if he can step up through the pocket a little bit and it's TJ Edwards that's spying him. Yeah. I think he can leak out for a seven and eight yard gain enough times to hit the over on that. Problem is it's Kaiser white. I don't feel as good about that. Wyatt White's a pretty good mover. He can corral him a little bit more. So I, I am actually going to go with the under on this one just because I think that the Eagles are going to come out with a good game plan to try and keep him in the pocket a little bit. We got Delvin Albertson under because of him kneeling at the end of the game, just mm. like the 49ers game. I love the technicality. Mm. I just don't think I, – I think he's going to be under anyway just the way the game goes. Please spin Kaiser White spying a one-angled Mahomes. I beg of you, have that in the game plan. Put yeah, put Kaiser White as a spy on a one-legged Mahomes. <laughs> Please. Isaiah Pacheco over under 49 and a half rushing yards. What say you, Matthew? Oh my lord. I don't know what to do with this number. Um, over because I don't know at this point in time. I would I, I don't know what to do with the Chiefs rushing. Uh, over because he likes to hit one really good run, hard run every single game, and then grind out the rest. Yeah, I'm gonna go over as well. I, I he's he's running angry, and uh, he's one of those guys. Like I talked about, maybe the offense being a little bit disconnected, being a little nervous coming out of the gate. He's one of the guys that I don't expect that out of. Actually, like I I don't know that that man knows that kind of nerves or fear. Like we we've not seen it yet. He's basically been thrust into the limelight in one of the NFL's best offenses. They keep feeding him the rock, and he takes care of it, and he does well with it. You know, they they would have gone to Jet McKinnon more often if they didn't believe that Isaiah Pacheco was ready for this moment. I feel like he's ready for that moment. So I'm going to say an over, and I do think that it's going to be a big chunk play and then a bunch of little, you know, cuts, basically, as he goes through the rest of the defense. I think they're going to have some rushing success this week. Um, I do. And so I think I, Isaiah Pacheco will be the beneficiary, obviously, of that. I like that. I like I like the over on 49 and a half as well. All right, AJ Brown over under five and a half receptions on the over on the day. Ooh, over hard over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna say hard over as well. There's gonna be a lot of contested catches. We've seen how the Chiefs secondary has done with those. He he's really good at he's a really good receiver. Maddie, you were gonna say something. What? I'll just say, yeah, contested catches. Let's see, they're going to give him one to three screens or now routes and just see what he makes in the open field. Like, they're going to give him that opportunity. Even if he gets tackled for two yards like Jamar Chase by Tripp McDuffie every single time, it's still a catch. It has nothing to do with the yards. It's just a catch. So, yeah, I mean, they would be silly to not try A.J. Brown as a runner after the catch versus a Chiefs defense that has had some bad tackling performances. They've been good lately, but he's had some bad ones as well. So, yeah, I I think they're going to have a handful of free catches that they just manufacture for him. Okay, so a couple things. Um, AJ Brown hasn't had over five and a half receptions since Christmas, since before Christmas. Uh, and how many times do you think AJ Brown had five or more catches? Or more than five catches, I mean. For the, the season? season? Yes. 
Uh, I think I know early that in he... the year, it was a lot of big plays. I think early in the year, it was a lot of big plays. And, you know, the way that offense works, it doesn't funnel through the passing game. I'm still taking the over because of what I said. They're going to give him manufactured touches to catch the ball and make guys miss. So he's got plenty of games over five catches. He's got me, five. Me... He five. Has five games over. AJ Brown has five games what over five I catches. Mine's all game script. Mine's all game plan and game script. Make these Chiefs DBs who are definitely smaller than AJ Brown try to tackle them. See if it works or doesn't. I think you get one to three of those. If you think they're shutting them down outside of that, okay. I that think, man wants the ball. That offense is going to funnel through him. Like, it, it, yeah. I think five and a half is a great line. I don't think it's going to be some giant number, though. I think it's six to seven if it's over. Um, I'll be a hater. Give me the under. Why not? Um, Travis Kelsey reception set over under seven and a half. I'll go first because Maddie's making me. Um, right. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the over. Um, I know the Eagles are gonna be very intent on trying to take Travis Kelsey away, and they're gonna do a pretty good job of it. But that's just proven not to matter. Now, if you want to say that the yards per catch isn't great, if it's a seven to nine you know yards per reception on the on the day wouldn't be stunned by that but i do think that there will they will be able to get travis kelsey some yards mahomes the one guy you know we, we don't see a ton of back shoulder stuff here in kansas city but the one guy patrick mahomes is always on page with and is willing to maybe risk and dare some things a little bit more in games it's travis kelsey you know we saw it on fourth and one Last week in the in the AFC Championship game on the sprint out, they're just gonna kind of, you know what? It's just a we're gonna adjust. We're not really, you know, we're supposed to be running a corner here, but we're just gonna sit here and Mahomes is gonna throw a ball right here on his on his on his helmet. So uh, give me the over on re Travis Kelsey receptions. I don't know if it's gonna be like the most elite production. I don't think he's going. Over, I don't know if he'll go over a hundred. That'll be a, that's a it's a good line to look at there. I don't. I can't in good faith bet the under here right like i just think that's a, i think that's a bad process to take the under on travis kelsey in terms of producing in this offense in this game when this is going to matter like this i think i'd have a lot harder time with yardage because i can definitely see him having seven catches seven plus catches but not a ton of yards. I can see him being the kind of check down guy, the guy that they're going to, to get three yards when they need three yards. If the Eagles are doing a great job uh, stopping them. So yeah, I'll take the over on catches. Let's just hopefully we don't get to yards coming up soon. Cause then I have to fight it a lot more. I'm not doing yards. Good. I'm going under. I'm going under on this one. I, I think the Chiefs are going to spread the ball around a lot. I think there's going to be a concerted effort to get the ball to Kadarius Tony, Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, I mean, Patrick, obviously trusted in MBS in the AFC championship game. I think we'll see a few few things go that way. Then we're going to see some manufactured touches. Sky Moore is going to get some. I, as I mentioned, you know, Kadarius Tony is going to get some. There's going to be a lot of dump offs to Jet McKinnon as they try and negate this quick pass rush. You know, I, I think that there's going to be a lot of spreading the ball around. I think Travis will hover around that six, seven catch range and not hit the over in this game. Longest reception from AJ Brown. The over under is set at 25 and a half yards. I'll start again. Give me the over on this. Like, I don't think he's going to have, I don't know what the volume will look like. I, I think Jalen Hurts has kind of been not good lately. Um, and I think that's one thing you got to take into consideration, but I do. I think AJ Brown's good for one big explosive 
challenging winning at the catch point against this young secondary. And I would be stunned if he doesn't have an explosive play win or lose for the chiefs over 25 and a half or under he's, he's having one over 25 and a half yards. Like that's, that's happening. I'll take the under, uh, what? I think it's I'll take the under. I told you I was getting his catches. Uh, I, I think it's more likely that the chiefs give up a long pass to Devonta Smith. So if that's coming up soon, spoiler, if you have a longest catch for him, I'm too, I'm taking, I think that AJ Brown will not have a catch over what'd we say? 25 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Under bottle them up. Big time, big time players, big time plays. They're going to give him the ball, especially if the game script works with, you know, basically the chiefs jump out a little bit on this team at all. Jalen hurts is going to be throwing the ball to AJ Brown. Like he's going to be giving him an opportunity to break a big play and a contested catch 26 yards down the field or longer. Yeah. Give me the over. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas city. KC sports network. We'll be back right after this. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear. Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Okay. These these next three are great, uh, are awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to talk Perfect. to you guys about them. And I'm very curious. We'll get there. We'll start with this one. Um, Chris Jones over under 0.25 sacks. So all he needs is half a sack. The over under is 0.25 sacks. Over. I don't do over. I need to explain that much? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a it's a great offensive line. Um, the interior offensive line is very good too. So the Eagles' offensive line is very good. But you know what? They're not particularly good at not giving up sacks. And I'm not saying that's the offensive line that's hurts. Mm. And some of that was Minshew being in there. But they give up sacks. The ball is held onto a little bit in this offense. There are times when you take away what they're trying to do, that stuff becomes open. Well, I'll be kind of interested to see, and we'll talk about this more during the week, what the Eagles do with Chris Jones. Do they go out of the way? Do they change what they do to take him away? Do they go out of their way and try to Cincinnati him and double team him and make the Chiefs get really, I don't want to say really exotic, but move him around a lot and get him good looks? Or do they try to man him up early in the game and just go through their protections and let their good players try to block him one-on-one? Either way, just getting to a half a sack for Chris Jones on a team that takes a fair amount of sacks? Yeah, give me that. I mean, yes, the interior of this offensive line is um, light years better than, than the one that Chris Jones just dominated but that doesn't matter chris jones has been so good all season long he got the albatross off of his back he got himself some playoff sacks he had an mvp level performance last game now you're going to tell me that 
a guy that is going to hang in the pocket a little bit longer, isn't going to take a sack from one of the NFL's best players in the league, let alone half a sack. Like that's the that's the thing. You give me that half a sack, man. I it's an easy over for me on this one. That's I was surprised. Like I was surprised to see that. And it, it wasn't like even money. It was minus one thirty on the over and plus one hundred on the under. But I feel like that line is just I I I'm stunned. I'm stunned that it's that low for him. And it's kind of one of those like what does Vegas know kind of things, you know? So I that's the kind of thing like that's just one of those ones that make me make me you know kind of think huh what uh what do they know there i mean i do think that there's going to be some intentionality on taking away chris jones but as also there as there should be but like every team tries to take away chris jones i just think half i think over like half a sack or more is just extremely reasonable uh for chris jones regardless of what's going on so yeah i kind of like that one a lot if i'm being honest uh, the other one, Frank, here's where it gets even more interesting. Frank Clark over under 0.75 sacks. Like, what are we doing here? I look and like, I'm not, a, I, I like Frank Clark. I think Frank Clark rules. I think he's, I think he's had an outstanding postseason. I just don't understand how we're going to say Chris Jones 0.25 sacks and Frank Clark 0.75. I, that's, yeah, that's a good, that, that's a good, that's no, that's a, that's a really good point. Can't, Hey, Who's higher in the all-time uh, playoffs? <laughs> Frank can you, Clark. Can you pull me in? Oh, okay. Um, a, a lot higher, just a little higher. Like a lot. Like, oh, okay. So yeah, like I, I get that line. Um, it, I'm gonna take the over because I think he gets one. And honestly, if we're going on a half sack for both these guys, you know what? I would take Frank over Chris Jones, and for one simple reason: Jalen Hurts very mobile. What do mobile QBs do? They start to run. They start to escape the pocket. It's usually your cleanup guy or your edge guys. They're going to collect a few more sacks. Yes, Chris Jones can be the disruptor. Yes, he can get through and make a clean sack a lot more often, and he likely will before Frank Clark will. But when Jalen Hurts is forced to scramble, when he breaks that first sack and then it starts to run away, guess who's like always there, especially in the playoffs? It's Frank Clark, playoff, a guy whose motor doesn't quit. So like, I get the line there being higher given the playoff success and just the the type of battle it should be between quarterback and pass rush. So yeah, I, I get both of those lines. I, I'll take the over on both. I'm not. I'm never betting against playoff Frank. I and I understand. You know the Eagles' interior offensive line. Like this is no disrespect to any of them, but those tackles are really good. Like I understand why the initial reaction of hey, he's going to struggle to beat Lane Johnson or Jordan Maliata. Like, yeah, I get it. I totally understand why somebody would look at that and say, yeah, he's not going to beat those guys cleanly very often. And I mostly agree with that. But yes, it's like Matty said, you're rolling out of the pocket. Those guys don't have anything to do in that scenario. That second reaction play, that ability to pursue out in the flat, if there's like a play action boot or something like that, which the Eagles like to do a little bit and they love getting their running game going then play action and off of that all it takes is frank to sniff out one of those and then all of a sudden you've got a guy in open space who can bring down the th bring down the quarterback get himself a sack vault himself up the rankings a little bit higher i'm going over hit the like button hit the subscribe button if you're watching appreciate everybody uh that is watching uh i'm gonna pull up well, i'm gonna try to pull up the um the numbers real quick just so you know frank clark uh, over 75 and a half is plus 120 under is 0.75 i still man i i i think i'd rather take the chris jones prop than the frank frank clark prop still
I I genuinely I I I'm if I'm having to pick between the two, parlay them, hit them both. I wonder if you. I don't know if they'll. Yeah, we'll I we'll have to ask DraftKings if we're allowed to parlay those two. I uh, would argue it with you. I get the process. Just I'm like just this. man, this is shocking. And it's not. It's, this isn't. A, this isn't. A, this isn't an anti Frank thing at all. Like I think I, it's pretty well established where I sit on Frank Clark too. But that's just that was just kind of surprising. Like Frank's Craig's getting point. a whole half sack. Jordan Maliata, Lane Johnson, very good tackles. I think they're probably better yeah. tackles than the guard pairson of Landon Dickerson and Isaac Sumalo on the interior. So, like, I get the matchup starter. Guess what, though? I've seen Frank Clark beat, you know, Trent Williams. Clean. Yeah. No. Yeah, there was a slight pause. Jimmy Garoppolo made that sack easier because he started to scramble and then held the ball. But guess what happens when you have a quarterback that likes to move? He sometimes holds the ball. We've already established that's something that – that Jalen Hurts does. Like, we can't pretend like Frank Clark, even this version of him, isn't able on one rep to beat a very good offensive tackle. He very much can. And if you give him that second half to play to get there, just, I, I have faith in playoff Frank here. And not that I don't have it in Chris, just this type of game, I could see Hurts getting away from Chris Jones on purpose. Like, that's the structure of the offense. And that takes you into Carlos Dunlap, who's amazing at staying home. Mike Dana with a lot of hustle. George Karloff has a lot of hustle. And Frank Clark, who just has a knack for always being there. So here's the last one on defensive linemen. Oh, Hassan Reddick over under 0.25 sacks. The what? over, the over is minus 175. The under oh. is plus 140. I again I, am stunned. Over, yeah. I this is the, weird too, though, because yeah. Mahomes don't take sacks. What, is, what do they know? What do they know? But, but I'm saying, well, but the Chiefs don't take sacks. That's what they know. They know the Chiefs don't take sacks. My counterpoint is going to be, yeah, but look how many times Mahomes technically took a sack in the Bengals game because he wasn't his 100% healthy self. You're telling me that Hassan Reddick isn't going to be able to hustle and mm. tackle him one time behind the line of scrimmage for a minus one yard play? Like, that's where I definitely see this being an easy over of getting a half sack is just finishing a play and getting a minus one, minus two yard tackle that is a sack when Mahomes just doesn't quite have the juice to outrun him on the bum ankles. Like, it, it seems low. I get it. But I mean, Mahomes is really good at not taking sacks. I it, It's it's low for the type of player that Hassan Reddick is against the tackles that the Chiefs have. <laughs> Like, if you told me that they were going up against a bunch of power guys on the outside, you know, and doing all that, sure. Yeah, I, you absolutely. I, I'm, I'm saying, hey, these Chiefs tackles can hold up for long enough. Hassan Reddick is the exact type of player that gives the Chiefs fits, and the Chiefs are going to focus True. on him. Don't get me wrong. They're going to send plenty of help the way wh wherever Reddick is, whether it's over Wiley, whether it's over Orlando Brown, it does not matter. They're going to send all kinds of help, but there's going to be a rep where he's going to have to, he's going to be one on one. Like the Chief, there's going to be a 5 0 rep or something like that, that. The Chiefs are going to be just locked in with that, and you're not going to have that chip. All it takes is one with Reddick this year. He has been that level of good and going against these tackles. Yes. I expect uh, when Kent, you were slow playing that. I was thinking you were going to say that it was over a sack, and then I was going to have to think about it a little bit. But man, that is an e that's easy money for me right there. I I knew you guys were going to be just surprised by that mm -hmm. one. All three of them are surprising. Not Frank. Frank relative to Chris is interesting to me, and then Hassan Reddick being that low, like it's not even money Frank entirely. But compared to Reddick, is more surprising to me. Like that's yes. the one that I find a little bit more surprising. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
Real quick, one more before we get out of here. Field goals made over under one and a half for Harrison Bucker. Over under. Uh, over. Over for me on that one. Things just get tight. Things are going to get tight in the red zone. They they are. Everybody's scouting everybody's red zone looks. Uh, Andy Reid is going to take the points. He's not going to play. There's going to be some fourth down decisions that I'm sure people are going to be tearing their hair out over at some point in this game. He's going to kick a field goal and trust in Harrison Butker on Arizona's field to be able to hit that without having to deal with a whole bunch of elements. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll take the over as well. I think we've seen that Andy Reid is a pretty conservative coach, right? Like if he gets in these situations where it's especially not putting the game on the line, and even then he's pretty mm-hmm. conservative. So as soon as they get into field goal range, he is going to be trying to cue that up. Um, I think you might see a couple fourth down go for it out of them, but I think it. I think that we're going to take the over, I think, pretty comfortably there. Before you wrap us up, Kent, you can answer, but I have two quick ones that I want to throw at you guys that are not DraftKings. These are straight from youthful Regis himself. He sent them to me. He's busy right now, so you guys do have to answer these, though, before youthful we get out. Youthful Regis Sportsbook. I'm in. I'm in. You guys How ready? How much money can I give youthful Regis? Well, you get to see if you win. Um, okay. Jalen Watson, over, under, mm. 0.5 turnovers forced in this game. Under. Over, baby. Jalen, you're going over. You're bringing another one in. He's going to keep his streak going here in this playoffs. That's a tough prop for me. So take. I'm taking the under. That's a... It's, okay. it's a defensive prop. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, over, under. 0.5 laterals in the game. Oh, boy. If Travis Kelsey hadn't gotten yelled at just <laughs> just last week, I would take the over on this. Um, I'm going to say under. I don't hey. think it's coming down to a final play where there's going to be a bunch of laterals in this game. I, I just don't. You so could take, I'm going to take the under. You could take Travis Kelsey's laterals out of the game, and they still would have hit the over last week. So give me, uh, give me uh, the, uh, give me the over on that one. Yeah, I thought Regis put that one kind of low because any like double pass is going to count if you do have a hook and ladder in the half or the game. Like I, I think that one was a little low from him. I think he was he was a little a little off the mark on that one. Uh, that's all he sent me. Uh, unfortunately, I wish there was more, but that's all we got. Well, we got more for you all on Monday night, eight p.m. As we always do, we will be live again tomorrow, breaking down the Chiefs' defense versus the Eagles' offense, getting you ready for the Super Bowl on Sunday. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you hit the subscribe button because we'll be back and the rest of the KCSN roster will be here covering this game, getting you ready for the biggest game of the year, Chiefs-Eagles Super Bowl. Thank you all so much. We appreciate you and we'll catch you later. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. 
They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com